Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. In Mark's Gospel today, there must be some conversation going on between the disciples and Jesus. Jesus, you speak of this kingdom all the time. When is it going to be established? Is it about time? We've been here for a while, but we really see no evidence of this kingdom you keep talking about. And Jesus, through Mark's gospel today, uses images of things that are small and seemingly insignificant, and that the kingdom of God that's going to be established is done in God's time and God's way. And the little things we do in planting and trusting that God will bring it about is really what the theme of today's gospel is. Think about insignificant things in your life that really sprang up into something beautiful. There's a woman from South Texas named Delia. And she migrated to this country across the border into Texas many, many years ago. And in order to support her family, she decided to start selling tamales. And all she had was $5 worth of matzah to make the tamales. And what she decided to do was to get in her car with her ice chest and go door to door to be able to sell tamales to provide for her family. And she did that for 15 years. Until one day, all the people who she knocked on their doors, as well as her friends and family, encouraged her to open up her own business. She decided then to do that with the help of all her family and friends. And it only began selling tamales. And that lasted for a while until finally it's starting to expand. And recently she said that yearly her company, which is stores now in different places in South Texas, recently sold 24 million tamales last year. Fifteen years of insignificant work, of going door to door, making in your own kitchen tamales. Until one day, it begins to grow. That's a powerful image and story of today's scriptures. When Mark tells us of what the kingdom of God is like, let's remember the kingdom of God is not heaven. Kingdom of God in that term is not a place. But rather, Mark would tell us the kingdom of God is God. That's who the kingdom of God is. It's God himself. And Jesus uses parables, these stories, that tell us, the listener, what life would be like if God is totally in charge of life. Parables are meant to say, this is what life would be like if God was totally in charge of life. And that's why it makes sense a lot of times when you and I scratch our heads after a parable and go, what the heck is that all about? It's always that invitation to discover that God's ways are what we are called to serve as disciples. And so they use the image of a farmer or a man that just goes out and throws the seeds. And he doesn't know how it's going to grow. He just happens to throw the seeds there. And God is the one who allows that plant to grow. And the crops come. The man has no say in that other than to plant the seed. And Mark is reminding all of us who are disciples of Jesus Christ that really the goal of discipleship is simply to plant the seed. 
You and I don't control God. We don't control the responses of people. We don't control how the world responds to Jesus Christ and to the Catholic faith. All we are called to do is humbly do insignificant things. And those things are just planting the seed for the kingdom of God. Jesus goes on to use the little mustard seed. It is used for seasoning in the ancient Mediterranean world, but also it was medicinal, as we said in the beginning of Mass, that it could heal any ailment that anyone had. And he uses the smallest of seeds that, when planted, grows into a big shrub, a shrub that provides many branches to offer shade to the birds. And so here's what Mark is telling us, the listeners, today. What kind of kingdom do you want to serve? What kind of kingdom do you want? One that is small and insignificant and only for the select few? That's what Mark is asking all disciples of Jesus. Is that what you want? Or would you rather have a kingdom that grows big that offers shade for all the birds, for all people. And that's our choice. So the church exists not for money, not for its property or buildings or great football teams, okay? That's hard for me to say. (laughs) But the church exists for one reason, to serve the truth. To serve the truth. And the truth is the kingdom of God. That's when the church is at its best. That is when the church that lives its fulfillment and mission to say that everything we do is planting the seeds on behalf of the kingdom of God and allow it to grow, to be a shade for all people. Not insignificant, not only for a select few. And so the challenge for us who call ourselves Catholics is to really look at our church right now and how it's being portrayed to people because their reality, their perception is their reality. And so what is the language that people who claim to speak on behalf of the church tell people who are hurting and wounded What do we tell people that society-wise get beat up verbally, that are looked down upon? What does the church do? Does it offer shade for such people as the scriptures and the kingdom of God calls us to do? Is the church out in front that anyone who's been bombarded by people who are angry who are mean-spirited, who are willing to rob the dignity and disrespect any human being. Where is the church in all this? That's what Mark is saying in the gospel, that what kind of kingdom do we want to serve as a Catholic church? And many times, unfortunately, it seems like we support small, insignificant, and for a selected few of people who live it the right way. And you know, that's why a lot of people are walking away from the church. And that's been going on for quite a long time. That many of our young people in talking with them see that the Catholic faith is insignificant, not relevant, 
not journeying or listening to them. And that's their perception. And I think our attendance, our, our way of being affirms that. And so the church needs to be that shrub that starts with insignificant events of the mustard seed, your life and mine, that can seem like we're not in control. God, when are you going to bring this evil world to justice? When are you going to convert bad people and sinners? Because I sure want that to happen. And so we call ourselves cultural warriors and that we attack society all the time and we tell them such great phrases that, oh, we hate the sinner, uh, sin, but we, we love sinners. I would never trust anyone that told me that. Why would I? Oh, well, thank you. You know, you can only speak truth if you offer that comfort of the shade to people. People won't listen and won't believe you until your behavior is one of saying that everyone is welcome under the shade. And that's what makes the Catholic Church strong. We'll survive this, but unfortunately, there are so many people who allow and support language that is so divisive, even from the pulpit. It breaks my heart when parishioners send me, and I hear they send other people, homilies and sermons from people that attack and say certain people are evil and bad, and not Catholic, and going to hell. And people go, yeah, that's what we want to hear. Choosing a shrub that is insignificant and only for the selected few. My friends, are we welcome to the foreigner? All types of foreigner. That just simply means provide shade. You know, there's a lot of problems that we have to face at the border. There's a lot of issues. And I never, ever have pretended to you with all these years that it's just an easy fix. It's not. But what I'm telling you as a pastor that I can speak with authority, love your neighbor. That's not an option. That isn't something you can opt out of and say, we'll heal you another time, Father. You can't do that. We always are called to act humanely. So then when those who are in their sexuality trying to discover things, gay or lesbian or transgender, you parents that I've worked with, it's hard sometimes. It's not what you expect. You're surprised or you're not aware or you don't know. But you know what? We've journeyed together. And you teach me and the church so well that they're still my brother. They're still my son or daughter. They're still my family member. Oh, what a holy thing you do. You still love them. And you eat with them and you share with them. People from different races who have been discriminated against and never listened to because my view is I never see it. I never see it on the news and I think we coddle them and we think we're just, they're just full of it because they're all bad people. And yet we never welcome them to the shade to say, Tell us your story. Racism is alive and well. Discrimination is alive and well. And sometimes Catholics are receivers of that. And other times they discriminate. So in other words, what Mark is challenging us as a parish and true disciples of Jesus is to offer shade to all creation. 
that doesn't mean agreement. We still have to speak truth. But you can only speak truth in relationship and in love. And if you offer no shade, why would anyone convert? I have never converted in my 61 years in life from someone who doesn't know me, who's never shown me any kindness, who criticizes me on anything. I've never said, oh, you don't know me, and your words are sure stinging, but I think because you took the time to yell at me, I'm going to change. And we somehow think the church is going to do that. That if we tell people they're going to hell, they're bad, God hates them, they're not really Catholic, and they're not with us, and so and so, they're bad people. All Democrats are going to hell because they're evil people. All Republicans are going to hell because they're selfish and stingy. What are we doing? What are we about? And yet, some of us either support it or allow it to happen. And we encourage it by saying, ooh, Look at this video. If only Father Eric could preach that way, more people would come. I think there's a reason why we don't preach that here. It's garbage. It's garbage. It has nothing to do with the gospel. It has everything to do with discipleship, of respecting and loving every person no matter who they are. That's the gospel we need to preach. That's the gospel we live. And that's what I want St. Patrick's to be, to be a shrub that grows wide, that is significant, that is relevant, that is welcoming. No matter what healing they need, no matter what pain they're going through, no matter who they are, they can find rest in the shade. What's the temperature going to be today in Phoenix, people? 115. Can St. Patrick's be that shade for everyone? The animals can do that. They need to look for shade. Human beings need all kinds of shade. Heck, we even got a, a water drive to help people. We know the heat is dangerous. And the code of the desert is offer hospitality no matter who needs it? And that's the code of discipleship. Mark tells us you got a choice. You can choose a brush, a bush that is insignificant and small and only for a few. Or the kingdom of God can be wide and big and significant and shade for everyone. Okay. Here we go again. Thank you for clapping. My mom supports you, okay? But remember, when you clap, there are people sitting next to you who are offended, who need to think about it, who are not happy with what they heard. And that's okay. That's discipleship. So thank you for clapping, but it's not necessary. I'm not looking for your approval, okay? Uh, afterwards, when you tell me, wonderful. But you know what? This is hard stuff. And I don't expect everyone, just because I gave a beautiful homily, to like it or agree with it. It's I planted a seed. And so if you disagree, don't clap. <laughs> but you know what? We pray with you too, okay? This is hard. The kingdom of God isn't easy. But let's move together. And do what we can because we know what is right and wrong and what God wants from us. Thank you, though. Let's stand. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. 
We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 